boys and girls, moms and dads, it's time for the Greg Reeney Show. I'm your host, Greg Reeney. We got a uh, great show uh, coming at you today, ladies and gentlemen, and um, with a very dear friend of mine that uh, we're doing a segment, um, the the Gregorini segment, People You Know or Should Know, and uh, this next uh, guest is definitely somebody you should know. Um, first of all, I want to announce, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you that are in the South Bend, Indiana area. Uh, the wonderful Parisi's Italian Restaurante is uh, available for booking. They are currently at 50% capacity due to the coronavirus. Uh, they are maintaining strict, incredible uh, sanitation, as they always do. So that's kind of a no-brainer. Um, but they're going to keep you nice and safe and distance. they got the beautiful patio that I love to perform on uh, and that I miss. Um, but they are also available for ordering online for pickup. Uh, you can also order and uh, get your um, delicious Parisi delicacies through Grubhub and Uber Eats. So if you're missing the Parisi experience, it's not as good as being there, but if you want to be ultra safe and stay at home, grab some Parisis for delivery or pickup right now because we got to support all those uh, wonderful businesses out there, but especially the ones that we've come to adore and absolutely appreciate. Uh, my first guest, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of Parisi's Italian Restaurante, is your, um, your proprietor. Uh, he's a, an incredible dear friend of mine that I truly believe my mother in heaven sent in my path because he has been nothing but incredibly um, wonderful to me. Um, he has treated me with the utmost respect, love. Uh, he's promoted me. He's just been a true godsend uh, friend, uh, somebody I'm proud of. I have this segment as you know, ladies and gentlemen, of people that you know and should know, Mr. Roberto Parisi, ladies and gentlemen, is someone you should definitely know like I do. How you doing, my friend? Doing great. Uh, doing great, Greg. Thanks for the introduction. It's uh, really nice. I got yeah. goosebumps. You got goosebumps. You got <laughs> Rini bumps. The Rini bumps. You got Rini bumps. Well, it's, yeah, it's a great guy. You know that. It's you Thank know, you. it's right from my incredibly the bottom of my heart. You are, you are somebody that uh, I thought of immediately with this podcast and um, uh, to do for this segment that I think is going to be incredibly popular. And uh, if uh, you folks are out there in uh, Chicago land, it's a very short trip. Um, Roberto and I met about. Uh, I don't know how long ago was it, like fourteen years ago or fifteen years ago? Yeah, like seventeen years ago. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he called. Uh, he called Top. Well, his son Antonio, and also an awesome um, friend of mine, and, and uh, Roberto's uh, oldest son, um, called my office, Top Hat Entertainment in Chicago, because they were looking for uh, an a um, 
Rat Pack type act for um, their restaurant, which was a different restaurant because they had two at the time. And Bistro uh, on the Race. Yep, Bistro on the Race. And um, they called, and I remember getting the information, and I, I slumped down and went, oh, God, I need to work. But really, i got to drive all the way to South Bend, Indiana, which I've never been to. I've watched Notre Dame games since I was a teen, loved Notre Dame football, but never been to South Bend. I thought it was some cornfield little town thing that was a gazillion miles away. And so I took the drive. It was amazing, ladies and gentlemen. If you're in Chicagoland, it is so worth the short little drive. It's not as long as you think it is. It's a great little nice scenic beautiful country drive it's uh all straight by highway you've got to go see the campus of notre dame you've got to go to the grotto which is very emotionally beautiful see the beautiful history of the great university and um um i've loved every moment in south bend because of the unofficial mayor mr roberto parisi and uh, Roberto, you just—I just got to thank you. Just—it's just been such a great chapter in my life, uh, meeting you and being able to perform out there. It really is spectacular. So, what I want to do is, ladies and gentlemen, is I want Roberto to share with us some history on Roberto and the the restaurant and South Bend. Why don't you take us back to? So um, it started in, you came originally from Italy. That's correct, yes. So I was uh, age 12 when my parents uh, decided to come to the United States. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, my father was, uh, uh, first came here to uh, kind of find a location. Uh, He was in New York, he was in Brooklyn, he was uh, um, in... um, Philadelphia, and he came to South Bend because he had some friends. So once he visited South Bend, he fell in love with the University of Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. That was his thing. That one of his uh, uh, one of his uh, kids could hopefully, you know, attend the university at some point. And uh, uh, that dream never came true. But uh, we did have some of our uh, sons that uh, his friends. Grandsons, my dad's grandsons, that did graduate from Notre Dame. So we made that uh, possible with, with the smart ones. So who, uh, <laughs> so, so who so, uh, you know, this is on worldwide, and the, the sons are going to hear this. So uh, which, which of your sons went to Notre Dame? Uh, Derek, uh-huh. my middle son, went to, he got his MBA from Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. My nephew graduated um from Notre Dame. Uh, so, yes, and I have some other cousins that also graduated from the University of Notre Dame. But my dad was definitely the founder, uh, the first guy to push steps in South Bend, Indiana. And uh, years later, uh, we decided that uh, they love to cook. Uh, I made their dream come true and open a restaurant uh, for them. And the restaurant was very, very small. So we opened the restaurant back in 1980. Um, 
in, with in like a house the, location. Was that correct, or that was later? Yeah, we we built uh, we built the, um, um, the the actual part of the restaurant next to a house mm-hmm. that my sister and brother-in-law had a beauty shop right next door. Mm-hmm. So doing that, uh, we were able to add some tables as we were doing the construction. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were able to have 24 seating capacity. And wow. we thought, well, that's good. That's wonderful for, for mom and dad. It's something e- easy um, for them to run, and and, uh, and and it will be so difficult. So as we proceeded, we started construction like in July 1980, uh, finished the building that ready to go at the end of December, um, right after Christmas, we mm-hmm. open, uh, just soft opening. And we actually say that we opened in 1981. Well, within three years of that, I really had to get serious if I was going to stay in the business because we were just busy all the time. A lot more we carry out than we were in the inside city going because of the capacity. The reservations that we would take, we would take it not by name or phone number, but by what color and what kind of car you drove. And you waited in the parking lot so we could come out and get you when the table was ready. (laughs) Oh my God. That's funny. But then, you know what? That shows testament. I mean, if they're willing to sit in there and wait until, just stay in your car. We'll be out and, uh, as soon as we got a place for you. I mean, they didn't exactly. leave. They waited. So, uh, obviously. Especially in the wintertime. Especially in the wintertime. You know what the weather is like up, up north, right? Oh, yes. That's why I'm down south. You got it. <laughs> um, so, uh, then down, uh, I looked at this property uh, just uh, about three blocks from where we we were mm-hmm. at the time, uh, and I purchased that property and went ahead and uh, started construction in that late 1987. And in September, middle of September 1988, we opened Parisi's um, at a much larger scale. Now there was 200 capacity. Uh, booked all the time and still football weekends, of course, crazy graduation weekend, unbelievable. So on and on, uh, we put an addition within three years, uh, after we opened in 88. Uh, we put an addition and we decided to complete and finish the lower level. Uh, and so now, and then we built the patio two years later. And now we have the capacity of 400 people. And if you've been there many times, you're entertained and booked the place mm-hmm. to the guilt. Uh, it was incredible, right? Lots uh, of fun. A lot of memories. A lot of memories. I, I cannot so tell you. And the, some of the best memories. Um, it, it, unbelievable. Just I love the patio. I love the people, but I, and you, the whole combination of the food. Because you know my favorite, my favorite at Parisi's. You know what it is. I I, th- I want to say Lou Hall. Probably. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about food. The Osso Buco. Oh yes, there it is. <laughs> there it is. 
and uh, there you go. and hopefully you uh, you make your way up here to, for the trip that you mentioned because I had an idea that maybe you and I can do a segment together on my YouTube channel and show people how to make some awesome veal, awesome buco that I just absolutely... It's almost bad, ladies and gentlemen, because I, I went there and I wanted to try all kinds of things, but I can't. I had If I went, I had to have the awesome buco because I've been dying for the taste, so I had to... And I didn't get to try lots of other things, but everybody loves the food at uh, the Roberto's. I mean, this the best. But hopefully, we could do that segment, and and you can we can make your mouth water out there. And uh, you're right; it's a great dish. It's a great dish. Oh, yeah, the best. Yeah, and, and the, many other the many bone, other recipes. The been in the family forever. You know. No. So. Yeah, and they're yeah they're authentic, authentic Italian. I mean, it's uh, it's. It's good stuff. It's great stuff, folks. I mean, my mouth is watering and I can't even talk. So, um, uh, the so now you got up. You went up two thousand percent. You're up to four hundred seats, and <laughs> um, from twenty four. So, when uh, what was the when did you notice like a big uh, surge as far as was it very, very gradual or because now I know it's a very destination place in South Bend, especially for alumni and, uh, you know, people like that. But when, when did you see the real big surge? Well, I think our blessing is uh, being uh, so close to the university there of Notre Dame right. that uh, back in the days with Father Hasberg, mm-hmm. has uh, president of the of the uh, university, and the vice president, Father Joyce, would come to the restaurant uh, a minimum two times a week. Wow. Uh, and also, uh, you know, people like uh, Eric Persigian, which mm-hmm. uh, even after he retired, he was still uh, uh, stayed locally uh, and promoted the restaurant. You know, we loved him, and, you know, he, he loved us. Uh, Father Hasberg um, uh, definitely would uh, tell a lot of his uh, donors or friends or family, uh, no, no, I think we're going to go to Roberto's place. (laughs) 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 We're not going to be stupid. We're going to go to the best. We're going to Parisi's. (laughs) Forget about it. Exactly. So, you know, it says Parisi, so everybody... Um, knows the restaurant at Parisi. So many times they looked at him and then he went a second guess of what he's talking about. Uh, they did not know the restaurant is Roberto. So real quick, they had to work uh, on finding out what he meant. So the reservations could be made without mistakes. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it was really, really uh, quite interesting. The story that he, he uh, uh, would tell me about that, he just, you know, he always knew me as Roberto, and he always referred to the restaurant as Roberto and mm-hmm. not Parisi. So, anyway, uh, it's just like um, uh, Eric Persigan was the only guy since I came to United States of America, and still up to today, 50 years later, that uh, he would call me Bobby, and nobody else would call me Bobby. And I would, <laughs> you know, he, he was in a lot of fundraisers, like, uh, 
Um, uh, one incident was upstate New York in the Geneva, Lake Geneva area. Uh, and two of the gentlemen, they say, hey, coach, you're the best. Says, we are a mutual friend. Said, who is that? Is this, uh, he owns a restaurant in South Bend. Oh, you mean Bobby? That's definitely the wrong. They're like, no, no, we're thinking of Roberto. It's a Bobby. (laughs) Yeah, oh, Carisi's right. And he said, oh, Bobby. And I said, oh, Carisi. And he says, oh, yeah, I know Bobby. He's he's the best. I love Bobby. (laughs) So then they called me right away and said, we didn't know that. You go by Bobby. We always go. You went by Roberto. You know, said, well, you do you know? Him. Do you know? I've, as long as I've known you, and as dear you, as you are into my heart, um, that never dawned on me. You know, Roberto in Italian is Robert, and Robert is Bobby. And until you just said that, it just boom. It's never. It's never. I never yeah. thought that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty pretty cool. I tell you a real, a, a real neat story. As you know. Uh, Back in 1983, mm. I joined the National Italian American Sports Hall of Fame, which mm. is based in Chicago. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was a member of that for 22 years, uh, which I served the last six years of the 22 years on the National Board of Directors. Wow. So prior to that, uh, we were out and about different uh, cities. Uh, raising money for scholarships uh, and also uh, to uh, to build a new Hall of Fame building, which it did happen, and we built it on Taylor Street. You're from Chicago, so you know well, the Taylor Street. Yeah, not my mother is from Taylor Street, but not only that, more closely um, uh, the the organization owned a piece of property in Addison where I grew up and, and it, and it had a sign on there forever. I'm talking a couple of decades that said future home of the Italian American hall of fame. And, and that was going to happen in that, in that particular property. Yep. That's right. It was right off the highway, right down uh, the street from St. Joseph's Catholic church. And, uh, yep. And yeah, I uh, I grew up like seconds from there and saw that forever. So yeah, I totally get you. And my mother, like I said, uh, you can't get any more Italy than Taylor Street. Um, and my mother grew up in Taylor Street, so it's uh, yeah, it's definitely right. well known. And who was the uh, and when you were on the board, who was the national chair? Uh, it was George Randazzo. Randazzo, huh? Yeah. And who, great, great guy, great guy, great guy. And see what happened is from that property, it's just terrific. Yeah, he loved it. I mean, he donated all his life to, to towards the National Italian American Sports Hall of Fame. Um, and his wife Linda, very sweetheart. Um, but uh, the gentleman that came on board at the time that we were able to recruit, when we say we, it was my myself, uh, um, Mr. Randazzo, and Tommy Lasorda. Tom, the great Tommy Lasorda, L.A. Dodgers fame, Tommy Lasorda, ladies and gentlemen, good friend of Roberto's and part of that organization. Um, never got to see him yet, uh, but uh, what a what a superstar coach and oh my god! So go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's done a lot of great things for the organization. Just super, super wonderful thing. 
And there was a gentleman that was from Chicago. Uh, his name is Jerry Colangelo. Mm-hmm. They came on board. We recruited him. And Jerry Colangelo donated a bunch of money. And so then we were able to build that new building on Taylor Street. And that's how that happened because of the funds that Mr. Colangelo donated to the uh, organization. So, and from there, we had just a lot, a lot of wonderful people that participated. And, you know, like back in the days, one of the nice young men, Boom Boom Mancini. Boom Boom Mancini. That's right. Yes. Very uh, great Italian-American sports star, boxer. Unbelievable. Boom Boom Mancini. Yes. Inducted into the Hall of Fame as well. And. Another great young lady, which I love her dearly, and we stay in touch. Her name is Mary Lou Ratton. Uh, Mary Lou Ratton, she was uh, the winner gymnast. of the uh, gymnast Olympics. Yeah. I didn't know she great. was Italian. Well, you know, her last name is really Rotunda. Oh. And Rotunda means round. Uh, and she was small and a little, right. not, I don't want to say chubby, but very, uh, very built. You know, and, and so they they uh, changed the name to Latin instead of Rotonda. I never knew that. That is so awesome. She she was great Olympian, uh, great athlete, absolutely. Oh, great and great young lady. Uh, I had the pleasure of having her here as my guest, along with Tommy Lasorda, mm-hmm. a number of times, many times, and a lot of great people that participated and made this uh, uh, Hall of Fame. Uh, uh, famous than what it is today, you know, like Joe DiMaggio and Dominic DiMaggio, mm-hmm. great uh, people, Dan Marino, Joe Montana, a lot of those guys that were very, very helpful. Of course, I knew Joe Montana from Notre Dame from back in the day, so he's quarterback at the, uh, the football team. Really? We remained friends with Joe and uh, his son was here uh, in the last six years. He went to school uh and then he transferred. Uh, he was not quite as good as his father at, uh, in football, but uh, he tried his best. Mm-hmm. He was not a starter, and he thought he was going to transfer and get closer to California because to his parents. Oh, so he okay. transferred. And, uh, but I see, you know, Joe has always come to the restaurant. And great, great, uh, great guy. Everybody loves yeah. Joe. Oh, yeah. Speak- yeah. Speaking of that, uh, yeah. You go to Parisi's, ladies and gentlemen, um, and there's a wealth of uh, history. Um, I don't know if it is as much as before, because you just recently remodeled last year, which was beautiful. Remodeled the bar, remodeled the uh, dining room. You remodeled downstairs, too, didn't you? Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Absolutely stunning. The bathrooms, everything was just absolutely beautiful. Is there less or about the same or more pictures now on the walls? Uh, a lot less. A lot less. I yeah. just wanted to clean the walls up a little bit. My kids kind of felt the same way. and They did a great job by choosing um, the pictures that uh, some of the pictures made it on the wall and some of the pictures are in boxes and great memories. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're a uh, great amount. Of, tell me about... Um, Tell me about 
some of the, because obviously uh, um, you have local superstars, people, uh, coaches, and, you know, and stuff. Tell me about some superstars that have come through and become fans of um, Parisi's like I have. Well, I've always said, you know, they were Phelps and I are very, very close friends. We've been friends for, gosh, almost uh, 40 years. Yeah, Digger's, um, Digger's a fond fan of mine. He uh, always comes to my shows whenever I perform there. He walks by me and says something in the effect of, Frank Sinatra, my ass. <laughs> I go, yeah, good to see you too, Digger. But he's a, he's a great guy, and uh, he's funny as all heck. Um, so you got Digger and uh, – and, uh, Of course, you know, I had now um, the late Eric Persigan mm-hmm. that would be at the restaurants all the time. You know, the greatest thing about Eric Persigan is that everybody loves him gentlemen he was just a great great guy right great person uh and and it was so nice uh, because every time he would be in the restaurant and he would finish his dinner people would not go up to bother him and it was never a bother because he was just that kind of guy that loved people just as well right but uh he was very respectful so when he would leave everybody would just stand up and and they just go and and you know just go coach thank you thank you coach thank you so you know, he stood up from, he stood up from the meeting i'll recreate it for you folks he stood up from uh, eating his wonderful meal at parisi's and the people just waited uh, for him to get done so that they can give him his due <laughs> you got it you got it you know that's and awesome. Hulk, another great guy uh, you know, my favorite Hulk. My favorite. Yeah, super, super wonderful person. And uh, unfortunately, a month ago, on the 4th of July, his wife was uh, put at rest here oh. at the University Cemetery. Oh. Uh, they live in Orlando, but uh, she fought cancer for the last uh, 20 years. Um, and she fought the and fought, and she lived to be 83 years old. So God bless her soul. Yes, Wonderful definitely. Lady. God bless uh, Coach yeah. Holtz and, and his bride's uh, soul. That's uh, And, you know, um, I grew up watching Lou Holtz on television uh, when television, mm-hmm. you know, you, mm-hmm. was 19 inches. You know, now I got an 86-inch television. But, <laughs> uh, but uh you know, I watched the coach, and and Notre Dame was a favorite team of mine. And of course, he was synonymous with Notre Dame when I was growing up. And he's a Hall of Fame uh, coach. And uh, I was just un, I just was, I just, he was a great guy, and uh, I loved his, I loved his positiveness and his, you know, his drive and his leadership. And then one day I'm at Parisi's, and you never know who you're going to bump into at uh, at Parisi's, folks. Um, you're going to go there for a great meal. You're going to meet some incredible, wonderful locals from uh, South Bend and Granger and Mishawaka. Um, but uh, Elkhart, I mean, there's a lot of great, warm, wonderful, true American people that uh, that reside in that area. But you also may see celebrity. Unfortunately, we just lost one of them 
uh, that uh, I don't know if, if Regis Philbin, who is a, uh, a Notre Dame yeah. alumni, uh, right, right, the great Regis, right. and did he ever come in for uh, food? Of course, of course, yes, yeah, yeah. In a very large group, uh, usually you know anywhere from forty to a hundred people. We would reserve the lower level for him. Um, so yes, yeah, great awesome. guy. Yeah, that, that broke my heart. I I met Regis uh, in person. I had stood up for a wedding in L.A. Um, when I was seven years old. And we went to the rehearsal dinner. And then uh, afterwards, we went to the Playboy Club in L.A. So I'm, uh-huh. in, I'm in my little tuxedo at age seven. And it was quite a night because uh, first there was a a lady singer and I don't remember who it was. And she called me up because I'm sitting, you know, and she sang to me and everyone's like, Oh, and, uh, so I, she asked me a question and I don't have clue what the question was or what my answer was, but the whole room lost their, their minds. They were just laughing their keister off. So it was probably real cute. Um, and then, uh, the, my first bunny, came by and my and my cousin uh butch uh not he's not really my cousin but um butch who got married um he he said uh he he wants to he wants to squeeze your tail so the bunny turned around and put her bunny tail right right by my face at seven years old and i squeezed it like a cotton ball and uh <laughs> And then the third thing that happened that night was we were sitting there and uh, somebody said, that's Regis Philbin. And uh, this was like 1966, 67-ish. And uh, so they told me to go over and say hi. I didn't know who the heck he was. Um, And I did. And uh, he turned to me and goes, "Uh, look, I'm uh, trying to eat here. (laughs) <laughs> so i always had a fantasy of one day uh meeting him like i've met so many celebrities and bringing that up and see if he remembered like i have but it, regis is a great was a great great guy and, and what a great super yeah just like lou holtz you know but getting back to lou holtz ladies and gentlemen when i was there singing at parisi's loving my job i normally and you tell me if I'm wrong. Normally, Coach Holtz used to come in many times, many, many times to Parisi's. But normally, he tried to sit in the back. He tried to eat whatever he's going to eat and then leave not too long afterwards because otherwise all night he heard, Coach, can we get a picture? Coach, can we get a signature? <laughs> you know, and he he's a great, loving, warm, positive, spectacular human being. But, folks, I tell you, as a superstar myself, that can get tiring. Not that I know, but I heard that. Um, but, you know, it's it, tiring to the point of you just can't give all that the people want from you uh, 24-7. So, generally, he got in, enjoyed his Parisis, and then pretty much left. Well... For those that don't know my stage shows, once I start, I don't stop. And uh, I was singing, especially where um, I'm not just doing it as a job. I'm there loving the moment and, you know, um, and the people uh, 
are friends of mine as well as fans. So I'm up there. All of a sudden, I knew he was back there. I didn't want to crowd him. I didn't want to be typical. So he was at the back of the patio, incognito. And uh, I said hello to them in the beginning, but I didn't want to didn't want to be that guy as much as I <laughs> as much as I wanted to be that guy. Um, and I just went and did my show and forgot about it because I was focused. And all of a sudden, he comes walking up. Normally, he walked out the back of the patio after he was done, which was you know the secret escape out to the parking lot. Very true. Very so. True. All of a sudden, I'm up there singing a song. I just done a um, a Dean Martin song, and he comes walking up to me, puts his hand out to shake my hand, and I've got it on pictures, ladies and gentlemen, and Roberto will verify. Um, he looked at me, and he says, you know, I've been sitting back there for the last uh, three and a half hours, and I wasn't going to stay. I don't stay this long anywhere. He said... Mm-hmm. He said, you have been going on nonstop for three and a half hours. He says, you are one incredible entertainer. And I wanted to pee myself. I mean, I'm shaking. He's actually looking at me. I grew up admiring this man, thinking like, like, and I mean, I cannot. It's surreal on the feeling and the the experience. And then I, I responded with uh if you go to Notre Dame whenever the team is leaving the locker room to hit the field they go down the stairs and there's a sign at the stair bottom of the stairs before you hang a left and it says play like a champion and they whack it before they they head out to the field because that was a very motivational team thing and it's a tradition so um so my response to him was, um, thank you very much, coach. And I said, does that mean I sang like a champion? So he laughed and, and stuff, but uh, what a great moment. And it only happened, ladies and gentlemen, because of my friend Roberto Parisi. And um, that was that's just one nugget of gazillions. So tell me uh, tell me some more people that, that have graced the uh, – well, you, you know, right now, you know, we have Coach Kelly, our football coach, present coach, right. terrific guy, great family. Great coach. Uh, his, his wife, Paki, uh, she also uh, battled uh, cancer and beat it, uh, breast cancer. And, uh, and, you know, when he first got into town 10 years ago, a uh, couple of his uh, assistant managers, they started coming to Parisi's. And, of course, he was uh, in, at Parisi's coach himself, uh, when he was being recruited, um, and uh, the athletic director and the uh, uh, school president at the time brought him in for dinner. So briefly, I met Coach Kelly, mm-hmm. and that was true with all the coaches at Notre Dame. Um, yeah, you've had all the coaches, yeah, in the past, you know, and and uh, and so. On Monday nights, we would be close, but then the university would call for a party or because there's a signing of a new coach, especially football, mm-hmm. uh, then we would open for the university. So we became a university restaurant, and, and we've been very blessed with that. But going back to Coach Kelly, uh, he, he put uh, – Pocky actually started it, his wife, 
uh, Kelly Cares Foundation. Mm-hmm. So they raised money for uh, for cancer and uh, cancer research. And the very first fundraiser, we did it at Parisi. It was very, very successful. I had some really wonderful people, big donors that made it um, even better. Uh, the second year, we did the same thing at Parisi. Uh, and it was even better and more expensive. More money was raised. And uh, nobody was ever touched from the fundraising part of it to pay for the food or pay for the help. Mm-hmm. Uh, and none of that for the expenses. Uh, the third year, we decided that since we had grown that so much, and now coaches met a lot of people, and uh, and I've been blessed to know a lot of people as well, we decided to take it to the Waldorf Astoria uh, in New York, and we had the third year fundraiser there, and we had... Um, about 300 people. We just was one of them. There was also uh, one of the MC, uh, along with uh, some of the coaches and some other people. Um, so we had a great turnout uh, there. And the fourth year was the same thing. We repeated it. And then um, we kind of structured it to a different hotel, only because the cost was so high. Uh, but uh, Coach Kelly, going back to himself personally and his lovely wife, wonderful, wonderful people, they, they come to the restaurant um, as often as they can. Uh, and uh, they're just, you know, great people. And then we have, you know, Dick Bike House, for example. You know, you know, Dickie B. Right. Festival. Uh, yeah. He comes for the uh, basketball game. So he comes because you will be announcing from the uh, basketball game. Uh, and, um, great, great guy, um, great family, you know, just great people. And, you know, these are people that I've known now for, you know, almost 40 years, a long time, you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, Lorraine, uh, his wife, she's a sweetheart and, uh, the kids, uh, great kids now, just beautiful. You know, I was going to buy Dick TV dinner, uh, one evening and, and in particular, football weekend and he says Roberto let me tell you something if you buy me dinner you're not making any money he said, <laughs> I ain't gonna pay because I want you in business because I love you and I love Parisis and I love what you do so no I want to come here and pay Roberto that's that's the, that's the testament of Roberto you know ladies and gentlemen I, I, Roberto takes care of everybody so well that everybody wants to take care of Roberto. You would you would feel like you'd have to go light candles and uh, go kneel on rice for forgiveness if you ever, ever you know, just didn't treat him with the utmost respect and love because uh, that's how, that's how he treats everybody, and that's everybody's family. It's uh, you've had. Um, uh, one night when I was there uh, singing, actually, uh, Mr. Phil Donahue has come in quite. Yeah. He's a Notre yeah. Dame yeah. alumnus. Uh, That's right. Did he? Did Marlowe ever come in with him? Yes. Awesome. Yeah, sweet lady. Very, very nice lady. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we talked about the uh, Children's Hospital in uh, Memphis, St. Uh, Jude. Right. My 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 uh, my passion. My uh, before I die, folks, you guys are going to help me out there in in. Uh, in the world to help me raise money. I want to pay for a day for St. Jude because unbelievable. I mean, she's, the, she's the spokesman. Great organization. Great organization. 
phenomenal. That is great. So, you know, we have our coach Mike Gray, our president, uh, been 20 years now, our mm-hmm. basketball coach. Right. Super wonderful guy. We're very, very close. We, you know, hang out and whether it's breakfast or dinner, we'll over a glass of wine, you know, we, we try to hook up every so often. And I know I spent more time in Florida now than I do here. Um, we're still trying to, uh, hang out with, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, friends, you know. Right. Uh, so, you know, I, I, the interesting thing is that you're in the entertainment business and I grew up loving friends in Africa just as much mm-hmm. as you do, if not right. more. I'll be honest with you. My dad would play that music. Sure. Frank Sinatra or Dean Martin, you know, actually you do very, very well. Thank you. Um, in, in your shows, uh, love what you do. Thank you. You're, you're, you're fantastic. And, uh, but, um, uh, I know that you know where the Rosebud is on Taylor Street. Sure. Right? Absolutely. Okay. Rosebud Restaurant. Mm-hmm. So myself and Tommy Lasorda and George Randazzo, which he was the founder and president of the National Italian American Sports Hall of Fame. Right. And Mr. Frank Sinatra. <sighs> and uh, we had dinner. Um, and oh. we had his favorite dish, which was sausage and uh, peppers, uh, uh, potatoes. Mm-hmm. It's a nice very, very hearty, nice dish. That's one of my my, mom, my mom's dishes that I grew up on loving. Yeah, that's uh, with a dinner with Frank Sinatra, ladies and gentlemen. Super, super wonderful, nice guy. Ugh. Then he played here in South Bend at the Athletic uh, at the ACC, mm-hmm. uh, at the basketball arena, and uh, I got to see him that evening and. Mm-hmm. met up with him that evening after after the show. So, Amazing. you know, and, and so, so many wonderful people. You know, another another person like Father Hasberg, mm-hmm. uh, as you know, I will go to Italy uh, every year for the last 30 years. I got my passport. I'm going with you next time. Let's do it. I have to cancel, cancel my trip this year because of the fire. I so, know. Hopefully uh, next year. And yeah, you I'm going. Have you and Kathy? Uh, yeah, my guest. We're we're. Fantastic. I I'll sleep in the car. I don't care. I'm. We're going. <laughs> <laughs> we're going. We have, we have plenty of room, and uh, the accommodations are you know they're first class. So you're more than welcome. Oh, but I God. tell you, it was nineteen. Uh, the year was nineteen ninety two. I'll never forget it because my oldest son, uh, Antonio, I took. To Italy with me, mm-hmm. it was just he and I. And uh, Father Hesburgh uh, heard about it, and he came to the restaurant. He would be at the restaurant two, three times a week, but that particular night, evening, he says, uh, <clears throat> I was back in the kitchen. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and what the waitress came and said, uh, Mr. Parisi, Father Hesburgh would like to talk to you. I thought, yeah, sure, of course. I, I Went and say, "Hey, father, how are you?" And he stands up, gives me a hug, you know. So he says, "You got to do me a favor. I understand you're going to Italy in about two weeks. Is that correct?" And I said, "Yes, father." Yet I actually have two little gifts that I like to, for you to deliver for me to two different people. I said, well, "Of course, anything." I said, "I'm going to be in Rome three days, uh, visit some family and friends, and then I go to where I was born, south part of Italy." 
um, after that, but I'd be more than happy to do that for you. Said I'll bring him by next week if it's okay. I said, sure. Just make sure you you put me a little note, you know, so I don't get him mixed up. Said not a problem. So he brings uh, the gifts, and one says to uh, Pope John Paul <laughs> the Second. I said at the Vatican. I said, Father, I. You expect for me to do <laughs> to me? This guy will kill me for the first for first step. Swiss guards yeah. will be impaling you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I get to uh, about halfway up the steps and. Uh, uh, the Swiss guards, they come towards me. And so you stop. And they tell you to stop. You respect them because they don't, right. they don't mess around. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> so, so I said, well, I have a delivery in Italian. I'm telling them, you know, for the Pope, you know, Papa. Mm-hmm. Are they expecting you? I said, I believe so. I said, my name is Roberto Parisi. I said, Father uh, Theodore uh, Hesburgh. Um, supposedly called and made all the arrangements that to have clearance for me. He says, you wait here and we'll be right back. So one of them stayed there with me. We mm-hmm. just chatted. And then about 10 minutes later, uh, the other one comes walking down with one of the car- cardinals. And so he welcomes me and first, you know, I kiss his ring and say hello and all that. So we- they follow me, so I'm walking. I'm like, God, I'm going to go right through these beautiful doors. Oh. And and I'm so nervous. And every time I think about it, I, I still get nervous. Oh, my God. And, 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 and as soon as uh, you know, I met the Pope, John Paul, and that's Christmas ring, then he calls you know, sit down, and he asked me if I want something to drink. And he said tea or coffee or water, you know. Uh, and I thought, huh, where's that scotch? <laughs> it was never mentioned, so I did not ask. <laughs> no, no, vin- no vino, Papa? <laughs> no vino. I thought, I got out of all things, you know, but it's early afternoon. Usually uh, vino is uh, lunchtime. Oh, okay. <laughs> Excuse me. After the siesta. I but it was, uh, it was really great, you know, stories that he was telling me that uh, with Father Hasberg and so on. One day he asked Father Hasberg that he should really consider to go back to Rome and, uh, and stay put because he could very well be the next Pope. Really? And so Father says, I don't think that's me. Father Hasberg replied. And the Pope says, uh, it is you, definitely you. Wow. Where you belong. And he says, you know, so he handed him his ring to put it on his finger. So Father, Father Esper put it on his finger and they started talking again. See how beautiful that ring looks on you? He says, yes, it does. Thank you. I like it a lot. So they started talking and talking to the point of where he forgot to give the ring back to 
The papal <laughs> ring. The papal <laughs> ring, like, which, but, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, is probably, uh, what, a couple of thousand years old? I would say. <laughs> <laughs> that ring has office. Father has work. Father has work office at Notre Dame. In, in his case, the body of work. Uh, and which I have tried on myself and I've put it on. He got all the way back to America with it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. The answer to the Pope was, I was uh, brought to this earth to be a priest. Wow. And that's where I belong. That as much as I love the offer and the opportunity, I'm honored. He says, but I'm a priest. Wow. Yeah. You know, when he told me that story, and then I came back and I said, Father, you never told me the story that they wanted you to go back to Rome. But I went on, da da. Says that. Says, what did he tell you? What was my answer? That you were a priest. And I will die being a priest. So you you had audience with the Pope in a very casual setting, just chatting? Very casual, but I was very nervous. Well, well, yeah. I mean, you could have been sent to purgatory like it would have snap of a finger. <laughs> I mean, ladies and gentlemen, think about this. Think about what we're ta- – this is what I'm talking about, folks. This is exactly – these are people you know or should know. This is the caliber of friend that I have, and um, this is – I never knew this story, and, and once again, I'm blown away by Roberto. It, I mean, you may get, and you probably won't, like me, a chance to be in front of uh, the Pope. You may see him go by in the Pope mobile. Um, yeah. <laughs> you might, you might get him to touch your hand if you're in the front row, and then slap it for holding on to it for too long. But you may, if you're really, really, really lucky and well connected, and every. You may get to, to to go meet him. He blesses you. You're there for two minutes. Like I'm talking like a Tom Hanks or like George Clooney type meeting with them. But Roberto sat there like um, they were waiting for the bar to open and go have lunch and talked <laughs> with the, with the with the papal father. I mean, this is that's amazing. That's that is, is. freaking amazing. Oh my god! That was wow. that was very cool. That was very cool. Then uh, he was nice enough, uh, meaning your papa, right. the Pope, right. to say, where are you going from here? I I understand you had another gift that you had to deliver. And I said, yeah, I, I definitely have to do that. And he says, so that would be over at Alfredo. And I said, that's correct. So now you know that Father Ted Hesburgh talked to the Pope, right? Because he knew well, my yeah. Okay. So he says, my driver will take you and your son, Antonio, to Alfredo. And I said, no, it's not that far. It's, you know, beautiful afternoon day. You know, hot, hot. You know, miserable. July and August is always hot. It was towards the end of July. And um, he said, no, I insist. And I said, okay. That's great. I'll do that. I'll take, I'll take the ride if you insist. That's not, thank you. You know, so, you know, we said our goodbyes and so on. Now I went to Alfredo. Alfredo is the restaurant they, they both loved 
every time the father has for, uh, went to Rome, right? They both go, <coughs> excuse me, to Alfredo restaurant, which is the gentleman that invented the Alfredo sauce. Really? Alfredo sauce. Yes. Uh huh. Beautiful restaurant, top notch, five star, gorgeous place. And uh, I visit that restaurant um, again um, many, many times after that. In particular, I was there uh, two years ago. Not last year when I went to Italy, but the year before that. Well, we got to go I when I go with you. Oh, you love it. Great place. I love Alfredo. Love Great it. Great place. Right. And their father has for uh, specialty. That, that's what he loves. Fettuccine uh, Alfredo mm-hmm. with one meatball on the side. Wow. Uh, yeah, that was uh, his favorite dish all the time. So just loved it. He said I always re- reminded him like being in Rome when he was sitting at Parisi's having Alfredo, Petuccino Alfredo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so sweet. So, you know, those are the gifts that I had in life. And uh, I, I can also tell you um, another great story, which I was very blessed uh, being at the uh, in Lake Tahoe, uh, about uh, 14 years ago. Now, this this story, I know about not to interrupt you and stuff, folks. Um, I know this story, and this is really amazing and stuff. This, I mean, I don't know about the Pope, but, I mean, this is this is almost like the Pope of uh, Greenwich <laughs> Village. Very, very touchy, very touchy, you know, because here's a gentleman that uh, – uh, I would have known, never known at the time that he would be our president of the United States of America, Mr. <laughs> Donald Trump. Oh my God. And so I'm at Lake Tahoe, the celebrity golf outing. Again, Digger uh, Phelps was along with me. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, I was a guest of Digger. And, uh, and we had some other friends that we also invited to come along. Uh, and you know most of them, like Lenny Zappia. Oh, uh, my buddy Lenny. I love Lenny. Great, awesome. great guy. Uh, and so uh, at the end of the uh, tournament, then the night before, we have a dinner. And that's a set-down dinner. Um, the other night, just a very casual meet, bingo, meet people. This is a set down dinner, so my table happened to be at the same table that Mr. Trump was sitting at, along with Ray Romano. Everybody loves Raymond. Right. Very funny guy. And, um, you know, we just hit it off. I mean, just, you know, talking about Parisi's restaurants and how it got started and all this and all that. And I said, I also have another restaurant, which I recently opened. Uh, it's been well, a little over a year. Bistro mm-hmm. on the race, um, which I explained to him what the difference between the two restaurants. And so he found that to be very amazing, just beautiful. He was so happy to say, you know, if I'm ever in South Bend, I definitely will stop and definitely, you know, support you and come to see you. But in the meantime, he says, let me give you my, my uh, contact information because whenever you're in New York, um, with the Kelly Cares Foundation fundraiser, let me know. Mm-hmm. I still want it. So that's great. So, of course, I'm sure I will. I'll do that, you know. And the night was really funny, too. You know, as you know, Ray Romano is very, very funny. The oh, story yeah. 
Yeah. And his so-called brother, the police guy that he plays in the show. That's uh, that's that's Brad Garrett, and I went to school with yeah. him in California. Did you really? I okay. did. His, his real name is Brad Gerstenfeld. I could have never pronounced that. And he got, and well, that's why, that's exactly why he went to Brad Garrett. But he, uh, he went to El Camino Real uh, in uh, uh, in Woodland Hills, California, with me at the. We were in the same drama class and everything. And, wow. Yeah, he. Uh, uh, and not to interrupt you, but the next year, again uh, in Lake Tahoe, mm-hmm. the Golf outing, uh, at the same dinner. Uh, I was sitting outside with the boys that we invited to come again right. with us. Right. Uh, instead of sitting at the dinner table with Digger and Ray and uh, Mr. Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, overlooking the beautiful lake and the beautiful sunset, it was just a gorgeous evening. Uh, the uh, waiter comes up to the table and says, uh, uh, Excuse me, Mr. Parisi? I said, Yes, sir. He says, Mr. Trump said that you seat is next to his. I wow. said, really? Mm-hmm. So he said, I will remove your your plate, you know, your drink and it, everything. Just, you know, I'll see you there. Mm-hmm. I said, guys, I'm sorry. I said, let me let me do this. Well, it's not a problem, you know. So when I got there, the first thing he did, he stood up, gave me a big hug, and he said, so, Roberto, how are your two restaurants doing? Wow. Darn. Two years later, he remembers Roberto Parisi and his two restaurants. That's amazing. How crazy is that? What a guy. You know what I mean? Yes. He had a lot more important things to worry about running his corporations and so on than worry. But it was incredible. I was really dumbfounded. I looked at Digger and I said, after the dinner, I said, God, I said, Digger, this guy is for real. Yeah. This guy is incredible. He's for real. Yeah, people people don't give him the credit that uh, he deserves and being such a good, uh, you got it. good, you got it. Good, good, warm, you caring you person. YouTube, you go on YouTube, you will see this story was actually told by Diggle Phelps as well mm-hmm. when he um, endorsed uh, Mr. Trump uh, here when he came to South Bend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, and he told the same identical story that even that he endorsed Mr. Trump by saying, you know, talk about the dinner and Roberto Parisi and Donald. We sat right next to each other, talking all evening stories and all that. Right. The most interesting part is that as we looked at each other at the end of the dinner, he said, "This guy is real. This guy's for real." That's amazing. And, and he says, ladies and gentlemen, that's why we need a Donald Trump in office today to make the changes and bring America back. Tell the story about the country singer that uh, that came your way one day. Oh, my God, my kids. Yes, my kids were like, uh, I want to say eight and ten. Mm-hmm. My two youngest. Uh Derek and Travis. Right. So they came running and said, Dad, Dad, this, uh, you know, it was in, in the dining room having dinner at Reba. Reba. The Reba uh, uh, McIntyre. Mac- yeah. And, 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 does you know Reba? Said, oh, yeah, yeah, of course I do. 
Why I know Clue will read my voice. No, I talk. I know. I talked to Travis, and he said, he said uh, <laughs> she would. No, you jumped the gun on the thing. She, <laughs> the, it, the, no. picture Roberto's. You know, it, it's packed. It's full of people. Roberto's focused. Yeah. He's he's doing what he's got to do. He's worrying about making sure everybody has the best experience as usual, and um, and and his son came in and said that that there's someone famous and they they want they're on the bus and and you and, and you and they said Reba, <laughs> and you said, do they want to eat? You know, it's like it doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> so it's uh, it's hysterically funny. You got this mega beautiful superstar, and uh, your thing was. So what do you want? Does she want to eat? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's just a wonderful. Place. They had reservations. Oh my god! Forty people, uh, and her box was unbelievably. Incredible in the way that it was done inside. It was better than than a home, you know. Great, right? But uh, yeah, I believe it was the Tennessee game. We were playing Tennessee versus uh, Notre Dame versus Tennessee, and uh, so they came up. They drove up for that particular game. But I was never into country music, right? You know, like I said, I grew up with uh, my dad playing uh, Sinatra Dave Martin, and Dean Martin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it was it was fun meeting her, and she was there. Oh gosh, you know, maybe three hours uh, with her crew, and had a great time. That and is so awesome. Yeah, started singing and uh, joking around. Her. Very friendly, just a great lady, great lady. Yeah, you know? she is. I just yeah. absolutely adore. Her. I'm not a big country western uh, fan myself, but uh, you, you got to love Reba. She is such a beautiful, beautiful superstar, super There's talented. Thing that she is. Incredible, you're right. Yeah, you know another great uh, lady, uh, Southern lady, is Paula Paula Dean. Oh, uh, great staff. I met her in Tunica, Mississippi, and she cooked for me some fried chicken. Real? That was like that's her dish, right? Fried chicken. Yeah, she's she's just incredible. You know, we occupied the, the uh, in one of the hotels. She was doing a show, cooking show, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was not ten, but I met her, and then she said. Oh, says, I'll cook some chicken for you. That's what you want. And she made some chicken and some grits and some, you yeah, know, one of my. She's coming. Uh, she's coming back. I just saw a promo for her uh, not too long ago, and uh, uh, she's coming back in the thing. She's such a great, uh, great person and great uh, personality. Very, very nice. Yeah. But and, before the end of the show, I, I have to mention to you that probably one of my favorite person. Uh, uh, of many, uh, is Muhammad Ali. You know, back in the oh. day, what a super nice hero. His wife, uh, family, just beautiful, beautiful people. You Muhammad Ali people. came to the restaurant? Oh, all the time, all the time. He, he had a house uh, right about 40 miles north of South Bend. Wow. Between St. Paul, Michigan, Lake Michigan, and, and South Bend. Right. And so he would come and he just, sit down and chat and you know it's just great great guy very very nice wonderful person and one of your favorites from uh uh chicago which i will never forget is harry carey harry carey holy uh, cow harry carey yeah yeah Uh, i met him too yeah i met him uh, very nice man very uh 
<laughs> what a character. <laughs> you know, his real name was real last name is Carabina. I didn't know that. So, yeah, Carabina's his real last name. And they cut it short for Terry, uh, so it would be easier to be right. recognized sure. uh, for the radio. But when he was in St. Louis and he started, uh, he, it was Terry Carabina. Wow. Just like another great guy, Tony La Russa, you know, that yeah. was fired for the White Sox back in the years and years ago. Sure. And uh, went to St. Louis Cardinals, and mm-hmm. look what he's done. Incredible. Very smart. Great guy. So, you know, I've been very fortunate to meet a lot of people, but one of the greatest, ladies and gentlemen, is Greg Rini. Oh. You're the best, and your wife, and I can't tell you how much I love you. You're a great person, and I thank God that you are a friend, like a brother. And now I gained a sister, a beautiful, lovely wife, Kathy. And so I'm very, very blessed. Very, very blessed. You got me choked up, my friend. I uh, uh, I can't tell you how much that means to me. I can't tell you, uh, you know, ever since Steve booked me for your, uh, your restaurant, um, it's been... A wonderful experience. Um, I just I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. And you came to mind when I started this podcast that uh, I got to do this because I knew blew me away with the Pope story. Didn't know that one. I don't know how <laughs> with all the times. And that's you know there's not enough there's not enough time in in a thing for that's what I'm talking about. You got to know Mr. Roberto. You got to go to South Bend, Indiana. You've got to see what a beautiful town, beautiful people it is. Um, you've got to go and visit the, the incredibly gorgeous, uh, inspiring, um, Notre Dame campus. You've got to go to the grotto, see the Basilica for those. I learned this when I started going by Roberto, I never knew what Basilica meant. And that just means that it's a church that the Pope um, gives mass at. So then it becomes a basilica. And I didn't know that until Roberto Parisi yep. in South Bend. And, yep. um, you know, I got my first, I, I grew up watching uh, Notre Dame football. And, he, and he's brought up uh, Coach Digger and uh, Frank Sinatra, my ass. Um, you know, he, um, I told Roberto, he says, you never been to a Notre Dame game, football game? I go, no, I watched it growing up on television constant, but uh, <laughs> no, uh, I can't afford those. He goes, hold on. So he called uh, Coach Digger, and he goes, here, I got you two tickets. I'm like, no. He says, yeah. So I go see Notre Dame game against Michigan. And uh, I was in like 17 rows up Dead Balls Center Stadium. And, uh, I mean, I couldn't believe what great seats. The only bad part was, and I think Digger did this on purpose, was he put me on the on the Michigan side. Because I, <laughs> I had to hear, first of all, you got to sit on a two-by-four, not a seat. So my my ass, my old ass was killing me. But and then they put these hash marks on the thing to where your butt is supposed to be. I think they originally had the um, the uh, midgets from. Oh, you can't use that word. 
the little people from uh, the Munchkins. That's what I was looking for from Wizard of Oz because those marks are. It's like whose ass is these marks? Who's the who's the person that modeled for this? These they're like they're like eight inches apart. It's like my ass ain't gonna fit on there. So so then I'm watching this game in awe, and um, uh, the guy in front of me and just to the left of me every two minutes would go. Go blue, go blue, and I'm like, I'm I'm like third quarter. I'm going. Go ahead, say it again, one more time. Go ahead. I'm gonna knock this guy down. These go blue. So, but what an experience, folks! It was. I was blown away. And uh, you go to Parisi's. You have an incredible experience. The ambiance, the people, the food. And then you could sit at the bar, have a nice little cocktail, and uh, look across the way, and you could see Touchdown Jesus right from that point. And uh, that's a famous uh, landmark of uh, Notre Dame Stadium. And um, I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, I just, Roberto, thank you so much. And I look forward to when you come up. I hope uh, we can we can do a cooking segment together for people. And uh, I don't know, you might not want to share that phenomenal. That sounds, uh, that sounds good to me. Uh, Looking forward to it. Okay. And, uh, I'll get some veal and uh, and then we will uh, we'll have some fun. And you're always welcome in our home, Kathy, and I would love to have you. You always have. And you've been very, very hospitable. And thank you for being a friend, family. Yeah. And uh, thanks for uh, having me. In your show, well, I'm sure I'm sure you'll be back as a future guest, folks, because there are way more stories that I could tell you with. And I'm not, I was going to bring up, I was going to bring up the other one, but um, I'm like, no, I'm going to save that one for for the YouTube cooking one. And that's what <laughs> that's the story with Mr. Sammy Davis Jr. But you're going to have to wait oh for God. that. Yes. You're going to have to first, wait for that. First gentleman, I'm at. You're right. Yep, you had, had, we're going to talk about that on the uh, the cooking thing. Another day. That's right. That's in right. Meantime, your best body, your body uh, loves you dearly. It's from Naples and also Memphis, Mr. Jim Pope. Oh, that's another. So we got we got to talk about Jim Pope on that uh, cooking segment too, because Jim. Got to do that too. That's right. Yeah, Jim's Jim's a character, and uh, another person that was. Uh, uh, so good to me when I first came there and it opened up his, his home to me and uh, just amazing. But folks, again, if you're in the South Bend area, if you're not get in your car, take a drive. Cause there's a lot of things you can experience in South Bend without running into a lot of people. So you're safe, but you can get out there, stretch your legs, exercise, sun and exercise are some of the best antibiotics against this stupid Chinese virus folks. So get out there, take a little road trip with your loved ones, go see Notre Dame, go get some meals over there at Parisi's and tell them Greg Reamy sent you 1412 South Bend Avenue, South Bend, Indiana. The number is five, seven, four, two, three, two, four, two, four, four. You can go order it at your hotel through uh, uh, Grubhub and through Uber Eats. You can also order And if you want to check out the, uh, it's parisisrestaurant.com is their website. So thank you so much, Roberto. Give my love to everybody, especially up in South Bend. 
And uh, I will talk to you soon, and I will talk to you guys soon right here on The Greg Greeny Show. I hope you've enjoyed it. Make sure you like, comment, and share this podcast. If you can afford it, go ahead and support it because I can only bring it to you if uh, I got an audience. But I uh, hope you enjoyed it, ladies and gentlemen. Watch out. We've got some great stuff coming down the pike with more. And uh, I'm Greg Greeny. Ciao for now.